Surfbot seen and defeated at the Delray Beach Open. Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of Backhand City. Well, it's been a while since I've been in the trenches of a tennis tournament. I think the last one I did was when I had a tennis newspaper in New York called the Net Post. But here I was back at the Delray Beach Open once again. I've been going to this tournament off and on for probably 15 years. And I've kind of seen its arc. And I have to be honest with you, I think they made a little bit of a breakthrough this year. The finals were packed by Delray Beach standards. And in fact, I was looking on my Facebook page. You know how Facebook sends you like where you were 10 years ago? Well, I had a photo on there from the Anderson Chilich match. And I think it was probably eight years ago. And when you look at the photo, the stands are like an eighth full. And I would say the facility holds probably about 8,000, but they typically block off the upper bleachers. And yesterday for the Delray Beach Open Final, they had about four or 5,000 people. I'll be interested to see what the final count was, but it was packed by Delray Beach standards. And I think one of the things that contributed to it is there's a lot more people living in Florida. The tournament is growing a little bit as well as the city every year. And there was an impromptu appearance by Venus and Serena Williams as they were there to watch Grigor Dimitrov play. So naturally with social media, that had spread and I just noticed the crowds had gotten a little bit thicker, more and more each day, and especially compared to previous years. Now one thing I'll say about these ATP 250s, and if you're not familiar with the tennis tour, the tour is divided up by tournaments by level. So these are the smallest tournaments. They're designated as 250 because the winner gets 250 points. The next tier, like in Acapulco or Dubai, are 500-level tournaments. Now, the 250 tournaments have a 32 draw with 28 players. For the, so the top four seeds get a bye. At the 500 level, it's also a 32 draw, but they have 32 players. And this is a significant difference. I noticed on the first Monday, which is usually a really good time because you're going to see a lot of matches. Remarkably, there was a singles match and a doubles match on one outside court. The rest was on the stadium court. And I was thinking, this is really the flaw with these 250s. Because there's only 28 singles players. There's 16 doubles teams. So they work a lot of the doubles teams in there. In fact, Tuesday, they had four matches on the court one all day long. But most of them were doubles matches. But the point is, there's just not enough tennis. In fact, probably the best day to go was the Saturday first day of qualifying because you had two outside courts that were doing qualifying singles matches. 
And then you had the stadium court doing the Legends matches and the exhibition with the Bryan Brothers. Now, me personally, exhibitions are fun, but I prefer live tennis, real tennis, where they're really battling for something. And qualifying really lends to that because you're so close. It just takes an amazing appreciation for what these players are doing. So I don't know what the solution is, but if you think about it, four more matches at a 250 event would make a significant difference because you could spread those matches out over the first two or three days and put some of them on the outside court so fans would get more product. Now, this is an ATP decision. This isn't a Delray Beach decision. They're just following the licensed agreement they have to host that tournament. But it makes me wonder, should the 500 tournaments go up to a 48 draw? Should the 250 tournaments go up to a 32? Or should they have some sort of hybrid tournament with the women? Now, somebody has to pay for all of this. And typically, it ends up being the fan or the sponsor. So... It's a great idea. It's a little harder to implement. So the finals were interesting. Like I said, they were packed. Opelka, he was playing okay, but he had such a massive serve. It definitely wasn't his best day. You knew it was going to go to a tiebreaker. Nori's just very solid. Did a really good job of finding Opelka's backhand, which, by the way, is much improved. But Nori hits with a lot of spin. He's left-handed. And it's not easy to do against a guy who's 6 feet, 11 inches tall. But on certain patterns, he was able to bounce the ball up over the shoulder level of Opelka, which made him really uncomfortable. It's not easy to do, but he was able to do that. Not enough to break him. Now the score sounds really tight. 7-6, 7-6, but when I looked at the stats, Nori had won 55% of the points to El Pelka's 45%. So it was close in tennis terms, but overall, it was kind of a routine win based on the points won. In fact, Nori didn't face a break point once in the entire match. The fans were obviously for the American, and they got on his side. Towards the end, when he got down on his serve, and he was trying to stay in it so he wasn't getting broken. And here's what it sounded like. Now, I know what you're thinking. That might not have been the most exciting audio of a tennis match you've ever heard. And what's really kind of funny about it is, is probably last year, Apelko was kind of making fun of himself as, as a serve bot. And what he means by that is somebody who just hits really big. Their game's not very aesthetically pleasing. In fact, he went on to name a few other players like Isner and Anderson, who also might qualify, maybe throw in Raonic. These guys that are so powerful, he calls them serve bots, which is really kind of a funny, self-deprecating way of talking about 
his own game. And what was interesting about it, it was, for me, super nuanced to try to get into the X's and O's and the strategy about what was going on. And there were some, there were some long points. In fact, the first point of the match was probably one of the best rallies of the match. But from there out, I won't say it was boring, but it wasn't the best tennis match of my life. And it, it wasn't like the quality of tennis wasn't amazing. Yeah, Pelka didn't play great. Dory played well. Um, but even the match point was muted. So I'm not sure what to tell you. Um, I love the Delray Beach Open. I'd love to see them get more big names. I'd love to see more product, but I'm not paying for it. So I'm not sure what the solution is. Thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. This is Brian Lutz of Backhand City. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified each day with a fresh episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when push comes to show. I knew it all.